Well, we are in a time of Advent, aren't we? And I just want to say right from the outset that the, the time of Advent is not just about us expecting and waiting for the coming of Jesus as a child to be a, a, a man on this earth, but Advent is also about looking beyond that and to the, the, the second coming of Jesus as well. So Advent is not just about this Christmas time, about God with us. You see, um, interesting fact about the word Advent, it's, it's derived from the Latin word Adventus, which is actually a translation of the Hebrew word parousia. parousia. And if you know theology at all, you understand that parousia refers to all the theology about the second coming of Christ. The parousia, the, the coming when Jesus comes back to earth and those that are his followers that believe in him will be with him. And so right at the outset, I want to say to you that Advent's not just about this beautiful baby that comes to earth, but it's about us with this view looking to see the cross where Jesus came, he died, he rose again, and that he wants to have a relationship with you, that he wants to walk with you. And I want to say today, if you don't know Jesus, then today I want to introduce you to him. Because I love him. He is actually the love of my life, Jesus. I hope he is for you too. Do you walk with him? You know, when we think about the parousia, the second coming of Christ, it gives us hope. It gives us this peace and joy and, and, and we know the love. But as we wait in expectation, it causes me to ask the question, am I ready for his coming again? And so I ask you today, are you ready for his coming again? Today, we're going to be um, making some reefs. This, this reef is absolutely wonderful. You, you, you knocked this up this week, didn't you? And uh, it's a lovely wreath. Um, and I want to talk to you about this, because today I want to talk to you about peace and wholeness. And so I want to look at three th things from the Old Testament that talk about peace in this time of Advent. Isaiah 9, verse 6 and 7, scripture that is quoted every Christmas time. This is how the message put it. For a child has been born for us. The gift of a son for us. He'll take over the running of the world. His names will be Amazing Counselor, Strong God, Eternal Father, Prince of Wholeness or Prince of Peace. His ruling authority will grow and there'll be no limits to the wholeness he brings or no limit to the peace that he brings. So I want to speak about this first of all. Peace is prophesied. His name, it says, will be Prince of peace or prince of wholeness. And when we look at this Christmas wreath, okay, we have a number of things going on, on here. First of all, it is of no insignificance that the wreath is a circle. And so a circle speaks of wholeness, it speaks of eternity, it speaks of unity, of never ending. 
And when we think about the peace of God, the love of God, it is eternal. And we have this eternity as well when we think about the circle, the the roundness of the wreath. And then we've got the evergreen. It can be a number of different plants, but they're all evergreen. And obviously evergreen are always green. And so the evergreen speaks as well of everlasting. And so we've got the circle, which is eternal. We have the, we have the green, the evergreen, which is everlasting. And everlasting growth and everlasting life. So that when, you know, when we hang this on our door at Christmas time, we are saying that, Jesus, you came as the Prince of Peace to bring wholeness, to bring life that is ever-growing, that is eternal. And then we have, I was thinking about the ivy, because you see, if you, I don't know if you can see out there, but we have loads of ivy. And this week, um, people have been working in our gardens, which is great. People from the community have been coming in. And one of the jobs we gave to a, a gentleman who comes in every week is to take all the ivy down off of our walls. And I don't know if you've noticed as you come in, especially on the walls here, and the walls at the back, all the ivy has been taken off. Hence, we've got it all out here, and we're going to use it today to make the reefs. But f- something that, uh, that I think about ivy is that it is strong, isn't it, ivy? It grows in all the places we don't want it to grow, and it is really, really strong, though, isn't it? And so for me, it talks about strength, okay? And then um, holly. There's holly in here as well. We have a holly tree in our garden, and we have more out here. Holly has thorns on it, doesn't it? And so the significance of the holly in the wreath symbolizes the thorns, the crown of thorns. And so we're always looking in this view to the cross. Jesus comes and he brings his life into the world and he dies and he rises again to give us eternal life, eternal peace. And then there's berries, there's red There are berries in here, Um, and traditionally you will see berries in a wreath at Christmas, and I'm sure you you know what I'm going to say about what berries are. They signify and symbolize the blood of Jesus shed for us, yeah, giving us new life. There's new life in that blood that Jesus shed for us. I want to talk about three things about peace today that we learn from the Old Testament, we read, um, we know about peace prophesied, and I read it from Isaiah chapter 9. His name will be the Prince of Peace or the Prince of Wholeness. I love that um, paraphrase there, the Prince of Wholeness. The Hebrew word used for Prince of Peace or Prince of Wholeness is Shalom Sar. Shalom Sar. And, now, and we, we, we probably have heard of the, the Jewish use of the word Shalom. And shalom doesn't just mean peace or, or, or welcome. It means, it means a number of things. It's a, it's a fantastic word. Shalom means safe. It means well. It means whole. It means happy. It means friendly. It means health. It means prosperity. It means peace. And it means wholeness. And sar is a Hebrew word which means a head person, a person of highest rank. Because when I, I was looking at this Prince of Peace, I asked myself the question, why, why is it Prince of Peace? Because you know, obviously we, we understand priest, Prince in this 
um, in our time as, as the person who is waiting to be king. But this Hebrew word peace and prince here, sar, means the person of highest rank. So when it says shalom sar, Jesus is prophesied as being the person of peace, the person of all these things, amazing counselor, strong God, eternal father, prince of wholeness. He is prophesied that he will be the person of highest rank when it comes to peace and wholeness in our lives. So that's so awesome that when we, uh, we give our lives to Jesus, when Jesus is part of our lives, when we walk with him, this highest rank of peace is ours as well because we walk with Jesus. He loves you. He died for you so we may live eternally with him. The second thing I want to talk about is peace pronounced, and that's also in Isaiah chapter 52, verse 7. And the message version says it like this. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger bringing good news. Breaking the news that all is well. Proclaiming good times. Announcing salvation. Telling Zion, your God reigns. And so we get this shalom again in in saying Um, messenger bringing good news, breaking the news that all is well, all is whole, all is at peace. So peace is pronounced. And then peace is promised in Haggai chapter 2, verse 9. And it says this, this temple is going to end up far better than it started out. A glorious beginning, but an even more glorious finish. A place in which I will hand out wholeness and holiness. I've got time to go into the whole significance of the temple, but some of the teaching you might understand. And so we see here that peace and wholeness is promised. A glorious finish where wholeness and peace will be handed out, which is yours, which is mine. When we accept Jesus into our lives... When we walk with him, his peace is promised. His wholeness is promised. All of his promises are yes and amen. And so now we jump into the New Testament. Philippians 4 verse 7 says this. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness or peace Everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. And that is the power of the Prince of Peace. I don't know about you, but sometimes worry, anxiety can feel like it is the center of our lives. And if we jump back to what we were talking about a few weeks ago about Christ in us. When Jesus takes the place of of highest um, honor in our lives, when Jesus is the center, that Prince of Peace dispels the worry, dispels the anxiety. And that is the power of the Prince of Peace in our lives. 
I love the fact that I'm looking at that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit here are all sources of peace in our lives. So in Philippians 4 verse 7, it talks about God's peace, God's wholeness. And then John 14, chapter 27 says, I'm leaving you well and whole. You might know the version of peace I leave with you, peace I give to you. This version says, I'm leaving you well and whole. That's my parting gift to you, peace. I don't leave you the way you used to be left, feeling abandoned, feeling bereft. So don't be upset. Don't be destroyed, distraught. Jesus is the source of peace, and he leaves that peace with us. That is his parting gift as he returned to the Father. And then Holy Spirit, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Galatians 5, 22, we know this, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. God is the, one of the sources of our peace, of wholeness, which displaces worry, making God's peace the center of our lives. Jesus declares that his parting gift to us as we wait in expectation for his coming is peace, is wholeness, that we can be at peace, we can be at rest as we expectantly wait for Jesus to come again. That because of Jesus, that we are not left the same way that we're always left. That we have a hope, that we have a peace. That we are not abandoned, that we are left whole, that we are not bereft, that we are not upset or distraught. But we are full of hope. We are full of peace. And when we live our lives for Jesus, when we are in step with Holy Spirit, when we are walking this journey of our lives with Jesus, then the fruit of peace that the Holy Spirit gives will be in our lives. And so we will feel that peace, but others will feel that peace as well. I remember when I was, I spent nine years as a prison chaplain, and I worked with young people of all um, backgrounds, of all crimes, from the smallest to the greatest. And I remember my role as, it was a pastoral role, and I would sit in the cells with these boys. And one of the most powerful prayers that I would pray with these boys is asking for the peace of God to come into their lives. As you can imagine, most of the boys were distraught were worried, were upset, abandoned, bereft. But I was able to speak to them about the great hope, the great peace, and the great love of Jesus. And I would pray this prayer, Lord, fill this place, fill this young man with your peace. And every time I prayed that, they would say, whoa, what was that? Because sometimes the peace of God It's tangible. You sense it. The presence of God and the power of that peace. And so as we make these together as family, I'm looking forward to making one of these. 
And whenever you may have one already hanging up in your home or will be, but it's great for us to understand the significance of this now. That this speaks about peace, it speaks about wholeness, it speaks about eternity. It helps us see and wait with expectation for the coming of Jesus again. That we remember the eternal, the eternal of the, of the evergreen, the, the crown of thorns of the holy thorns and the blood of Jesus Christ that was bred, shed for you and for me. Let's pray. <coughs> Father God, we thank you for your peace. Jesus, we love you. Thank you that you loved us so much that you gave your life for us, that you came to be God with us. And Holy Spirit, I pray you will equip us and comfort us as we walk this journey of faith and that we do not need to be people that have worry or anxiety at the center of our lives, that we have you as the center, your peace and the power of your peace in our lives as we wait in expectation for your coming again. So Jesus, we thank you and we worship you now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.